Uh, we're going to do a little uh, musical stuff here. Me and Jordan. This is going to be an everyday, not everyday, because yeah, we can't do it every day. We <laughs> got to work. We ain't getting paid lots of money yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so we're going to do uh, maybe once a week, once a month. We'll see how it works, like on Sundays or something, a good day. And just go over some songwriters and songs that people haven't heard before. Maybe you haven't heard, I haven't heard, and, and get them heard. I mean, we won't do like a lot of mainstream stuff because they don't need they don't need our money. <laughs> they got it. And you say Kenny Loggins wrote that? I don't know. Kenny Loggins was a songwriter. Oh yeah, in my opinion, one of the greatest songwriters of the 1980s. If, if he's a, if he wrote those songs, I would completely agree with you. Because I just thought he was I just thought he was the artist. Yeah. You know, because most times you don't hear about the songwriters. I'll be damned. He's a songwriter. <laughs> He recorded songs with Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, uh, Messina and Loggins. That's crazy. Well, that's so crazy. Yeah, that's he. He was the original member of the um, Kenny Loggins. It was that's Loggins and Messina? It was Kenny yeah. Loggins? Yeah. And who's the, the Messina? Because all I can think of is Jody Messina. I know it's not her. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was Larry Messina? I think. Larry, my brother Larry, my other brother Larry. I did not know he wrote that. That is crazy. Hi, buddy. I got my dog here. Big boy. So you want to go first or me go first? Uh, why don't you open up the show? All right. Well, the guy that I picked, because I was looking through all these, and I found this guy on YouTube. Okay. And like we were in a band together. We are in Yes, Ma'am, and we had a singer that was kind of R&B, right? And he obviously he looked R&B, but this guy, if you look at him, he doesn't look R&B. He's like he's straight gangster rap, but he's got one of the best voices I have ever heard. Have you ever heard of Teddy Swims? No, no. Oh, man. This this voice, I'm telling you what, I've reached out to him to be on a podcast. I have not heard from him yet. Now, where's he, where's he from? Um, I think he's actually like in Tennessee. Oh, okay. I have to, I'd have to look because he, he's, um, he's starting to play more in Tennessee. I know that. He's from, oh, he's from Georgia. Oh, even better. Yeah. I thought it was something I liked about him. Yep, he's from Georgia. Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia. Go dogs. <laughs> so, but I, I reached out to him. He hadn't caught me back yet. I, you know, I'm waiting. But uh, we'll listen to a song. It's called Bed on Fire. And I mean, his voice is just crazy good. I hate to sleep with one eye open I see the headlights turn the shadows driving past I hope one night it's not you going Cause you woke up and realized what you could have You sleep with peace of mind, you don't worry I'm wide awake and know it's gone Least you could do is show a little mercy now So if you're gonna leave, leave me In the middle of the night Set the bed on fire Set the bed on fire If you're gonna leave, leave me Don't say goodbye Just set the bed on fire Baby, set the bed on fire let it burn, let it burn, let it burn all the way to the ground. Let it burn, let it burn, let it burn, let it burn all the 
Imagine if Chris Stapleton had a son that was tattooed and sang higher than he did. It would be Teddy Swims. <laughs> it would be Teddy Swims. Because I mean, just the, I mean, Chris Stapleton. When you hear that man sing, it's amazing. He, he can do anything he wants to. But the well, Teddy, I, I was watching him, and you see these tattoos, these big ear piercings. And the first time I watched him was like a YouTube video, and it was just his voice. I was like, oh my god, if I, if I had a man crush, it would be Teddy Swims. <laughs> He's got the soul in his voice. Oh. And uh, he probably packs a lot of pain behind it, gives him the uh, inspiration to push forward. The um, the ones of him just doing it acoustically by himself are so. I mean, that the production this was great too, but those are just amazing. How he does it, I wish I could sing that one. <laughs> we know I can't. <laughs> now, does he uh, work with the band or is he a solo artist? That's him, just himself. Yeah. Oh, that was just him. Yeah, it's just he's his. I guess now I don't think he's signed yet. Which is crazy. If he is, it's like to a smaller place. Why this guy isn't headlining everywhere, I don't know. But he's he's doing. I saw him. He's now doing um, shows with country artists, and it just shows that the the way country is now, country music is just it's not like it used to be. That's it's right. like like the nineties. Like when we tri- do the trivia for the nineties, I can get it. You you quiz me on this stuff now, and I won't know it. Nineties country and today's country, yin and the yang. Oh, and that's. And people love that country. That's the stuff they want to come back to. So, I mean, I don't know why they don't. 
until I get your phone so you can look for yours. So, uh, punch in the band name Electric Avenue. Electric Avenue. Okay. Uh, where's the band? Electric Avenue. Now, give me some. Who is this? Who are these people? So, Electric Avenue is an 80s cover band. Could very well be them. An '80s cover band. They are. If, if um, most people have seen the show, *Impractical Jokers*, um, they're friends with them, and they tour with the *Impractical Jokers*. So, when they have a cruise that they go on, they uh. bring the band. They bring *Electric Avenue* with them, <laughs> and uh, they just—they sounds. It's an art to be able to take an original and just master that. And, when you go to their shows, you're thinking, oh, 80s cover band, they're gonna put their own little spin on it, but when they opened up the stage and they start playing, you're you're immediately thrown back into that time, and it's just impressive on how well they uh, they cover all that, so. What song uh, did you hear that, that, that made you think of them? Uh, let's throw some Duran Duran up in there. Electric Avenue, Duran Duran. All right, let's see if I can find it. Duran. We'll hit Duran. Do you remember their song? We'll probably have all these preloaded before we start the show next time. <laughs> yep. That's why we do it. This is it. Song, 80s DJ. That's a song. Yeah, we'll go by Artist. Electric Avenue. Because they, they got like a whole bunch of releases. Oh, yeah. Let's, well, uh, let's play one. There's an album. And like you said, they do covers. Well, they are an 80s cover, man. Maybe that's... Maybe this is them. Well, that's the next song, Electric Avenue. <laughs> Did they do this song, Electric Avenue? That's the original. Hi! <laughs> uh, <Bye>! Electric <laughs> Avenue. How about we throw up some Deborah Lynn? I know you can find some. Oh, yeah, I've got some Deborah Lynn. Okay, so Deborah Lynn is a female artist. Um, well, I hope she's female, or her, par- or, her, or her parents didn't like her. Anyway, um, so we went to a battle of the bands one night in Woodstock and uh, Woodstock, Georgia, and it was about ten different bands there, and we all battled to the end, and you know we got cut, and people got cut, and it came down to two or three artists, and Mm. then they all got to do their final song, and she chose um, to do a a piano song. And she came up on the stage, and it was just her and her piano, and and she just set the place on fire. And we all knew instantaneously when she finished that oh, song, yeah. like, well, we're done. This is it. Yeah. And the judges agreed. Yeah, she won that night, and she won a recording contract. She won monies. Um, yep. And then... And I think we a gig, too. A gig, yeah. And yeah. we didn't see her after that until we were played another show in a different city and we were we got done and we were walking down the street and she's out on on the patio of some restaurant just like wait a minute mm-hmm. is that is that Debra? <laughs> yep and sure enough she was she was she was doing her dreams she was playing wherever she could whenever she could so yeah she um she did a song like i've had her on a podcast twice mm-hmm. uh, and that's because the first time that we i had her on i was just learning how to record stuff and so I learned if you hit record in the middle of something, 
it starts it from scratch, so it like took away uh, the whole interview process of it and kept the songs. So she came back and I like, kind of pieced them together. But she's one of my favorite local singers. Oh, I agree. She is. She's amazing. And I'll play her favorite, the, my favorite song of hers. She's got a ton of them out. She's got a new album out now. But this is actually a live song called Hold a Hurricane. And when she sang it in the the, it was a studio because it was an old house. I was in a room recording, you know, like just a little cubbyhole room. Mm-hmm, yep. But when she sang that song, man, it gave me chills. I, I just love that song. So we'll listen to Hold a Hurricane. If I'm honest with myself And I'm telling me the truth I have to confess, babe I always knew that Deep down inside I knew In love like this I'd be left behind In the wreckage with the rest Was enough. I maybe I could keep you.
and that was Miss Deborah Lynn Rodriguez hold her. I love that song, man. Oh, like, most definitely. That's one of the things that I that I require when somebody comes on the podcast is that they they play live. Now I don't I don't care if they're if they're just starting out if they've been doing it for twenty years like I have, but it's if they can play live, that's the key. And I, I love anybody who can sit here and play live. I just, I just do. It's that comfort in front of the microphone and behind their instrument. Right. Because we, we know when we play that it, there's something about it when you're in a, in a groove. And as a singer-songwriter by themselves, it's a little hard to do it without the rhythm. But as a band, when we're in a... I mean, we said it... Like last night, we were practicing with a new guitarist. Yeah. And it made it sound so much different. Everything falls into sync. And right. All the the one beats come down together and mm-hmm. you just get that warm feeling and you get kind of get lost in the music. You can go minutes, 10 minutes. Next thing you know, you've been playing 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, your drummer's just pouring sweat. Like, <sighs> <laughs> if, he's, if he's doing it right. <laughs> or our, our drummer's throwing the sticks around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to play. Now, I'll ask you, what do you, because I like all kinds of music. I say, because I do lean toward the, the country stuff. I've got a, a couple choices, and I'll let you pick the, the next one. Okay, there. okay. Uh, I've got a typical singer songwriter uh, named Elvie Shane. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Elvie? Elvie. Elvie, okay. Yeah. Not Elvis, Elvie. Um, I've got a, a singer. Her name is Hannah Juanita. She is um, very much into, it's kind of old old country okay and then i've got a rock band that sounds like if you didn't know it was them you'd think it'd be led zeppelin oh okay so i will let you choose the next well, i'm gonna have to go with the rock all right Woo! have you ever heard of greta van fleet no greta van fleet is one again i found them on youtube or something i went like a, a rabbit hole down down youtube and everybody said, this band sounds like Led Zeppelin. Like, oh, come on. Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant, yeah. and, and Jimmy Page, or, or other, Jimmy Plant and Robert Page. I got names confused. You know, Led Zeppelin, Jimmy, is it Jimmy Plant? Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. I don't know why those names are flipped. <laughs> but when you hear them, they're, they've got their own sound. So this is Greta Van Fleet. It's called A Change Is Gonna Come. Since 
It's like, oh my god, you know, because I love rock and roll music and you don't hear it much anymore. Right, right. And compare somebody to Led Zeppelin, it's like, uh, are you trying to piss people off? But then when he sings, it's like, oh, okay. So he did, he does have it. It's like those voices of the, of the generation that just, uh, eat, uh, from where we grew up, the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. Now, Electric Avenue, right? This is which one you want to do. Yeah, they do a cover of uh, uh, Carrie by Mr. Mister. Yep. <clears throat> now, that's the one thing that, as bands, it's hard to find anybody. They don't want to do cover bands. You know, and we don't we don't cover, like, cover, and I'll use quotation marks, we don't, like, cover cover bands because, I mean, I don't know if we could do a whole set of somebody. Cover's hard. I mean, doing originals, it's so much easier because you put your own music into it and you change something and everything's okay. But yeah. when, you, when you do a cover, people notice and they want to hear that. Right, and you better do it just right. Yep. You can't take, like when we do covers, I change it because I know I'm never going to hit it right. Exactly. So let's just Change the key, down. change right. the rhythm, yeah. I don't want to change much of the key, but I will change the rhythm. I will change the tempo and the rhythm almost every time. <laughs> every time. And when I say every time, I mean every time. <laughs>
song what song do you hear automatically takes you back to the 80s uh aha uh-huh. take on me take on me gets me every time mine is higher love steve wood higher every love. time i steve hear that song Ooh, it, yeah man anything uh huey lewis usually throws me back to yeah that makes me think more of uh, back to the future too which of course was in the 80s but yeah. the, the 80s were a great time I, growing up in the 80s I thought the music was bad and the weird. It was it was bad at the time, but then I looked back and I was like, I, I can appreciate it more. And it's funny because when I was a kid, riding in the car with Mama, she always made me listen to the fifties. I listened to the fifties, like, oh my god, the fifties, the fifties, the fifties. And then, if you time it out, that would be the eighties for us. Right, right. So now, the way that it's, <laughs> the eighties are, to the kids, the fifties, but they Dark love 50s, it. Fifties, yeah. Yeah, but they love it. I'm like, okay. Well, we we like the the fifties too. <clears throat> I, yeah. Sherry, Sherry, baby, Sherry. <laughs> I think yakety yak, but I think Arnold Schwarzenegger now when I hear that song uh, from Twins. Yakety yak, don't, don't talk, talk back. back. The kids like what? Gibson loves it. He loves the fifties, but that was like with Wyatt when he was growing up. He would listen to jazz and musicals, and I'm like, I'm never gonna have grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but he is now engaged, so he's, yep, he's things now, are happening slowly. He's been the same girl for almost five years, I guess, and they're getting engaged. He's going to make an honest man out of him. Yep. Uh, it'd be like, and they're going to do it in Halloween around October, but not not this October. It's too soon. And not next October, because their friend, I guess they have weird friends, too, that want to do it in October. They're going to go the following, so in like two years. They're going to do it. That's actually a good segue to my song now. Okay. I'll, I'll pick one. Because I've, I got remarried, and Wyatt is from a previous marriage, and Diana took on the role. If you guys don't know, Diana's my wife. She's his stepmom, but he treats her more like a mom because she's done more for him. And when we were dating and going out, I always took care of him, so she always got so mad because he'd come to me for stuff. And I told her, I said, one day he'll 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 appreciate you different. It'll be different. You'll find out. He'll get older. He'll appreciate it. And it's true. It's come to, to pass. So there's a song called L.V. Shane. I heard this song on, I think, Entertainment Tonight. It came like on the end or something. I don't remember. But it's it's about that. So it's called My Boy. my smile that don't bother me a bit he's got somebody else's eyes I'm seeing myself in I'm holding on to every moment God knows I've missed a few the day we met I knew I had some catching up to do he ain't my but ain't got my name but if he I wasn't there for his first steps, but I ain't missed a ball game yet. And that ain't ever gonna change. I could never walk away. Yeah, he's my son, and that's my choice. He ain't my blood, but he's my, he's my boy. It hit me like a train. Missed the ball game, yeah. and that ain't ever gonna change. 
touching song. That brings tears to our eyes every time. Oh, yeah. She she cries her eyes out on that one. Is there a song that gets you like that? Uh, I'll never let you know. <laughs> I'll tell you mine. <laughs> Conway Twitty. That's my job. Really? Every time I hear that song. Have you heard it? Mm. Oh, okay. That's That that one gets me every time. I have to. I mean, if, if I and I know it's coming. Because it's he's singing, it's like a, it's a it's a father son kind of song, and it's it's you know what, I'll use that one as one of my own in a minute too, so I'll let you hear it since you hadn't heard it. Okay. Conway Twitty doesn't get played on the radio as much as he should. I mean, he's a great great artist. I've got a song for you now. Okay. This one, um, hold on, I'll give you the name of it. Is it the Devil one? No, no, no. I'll okay. Do that one later. This one um, immediately brings me back to my youth. Um, I listened to them as I was down in school at Georgia Southern, and that's about the time when they were when they were big. So this was two thousand to two thousand and two. Collect so? No. I'm going with the band, Georgia bands now. The band is called Stewart and Winfield. Okay. And they're a Georgia band. Uh, the the song we're gonna play for you today is Catatonic. It was written in 1996. C-A-T-A-T-O-N-I-C. Huh, they got it. Catatonic. I heard this one. Now, before you play it, so I have all their albums, and even as I left school and went off into the world, I continued to listen to them because it reminded me of my happy times, and whenever I was down, I would play them. And years and years go by, and about 12 years later, I'm sitting in my office one day, and uh, a sales rep comes in to uh, introduce himself, and he's actually a vendor I was currently using, and uh, he said, hey, I'm such and such, and I recognized his name, and I was like, huh, do, um, did you by chance ever play in a band? He goes, yeah, I did, and I said, <laughs> what band was it? He said, Stuart and Winfield, and I went fanboy over him he was blown away he didn't know anyone that even heard of him and uh we, we, we talked for like an hour and he, he um they still do reunion shows once a year every the same weekend every year they've been doing it for, since they stopped playing you know 12 years ago and uh, this song is called catatonic by Stuart and winfield <laughs> Yeah. 
Tonic by Stuart and Winfield. That is, and I say that that could be played now, and it would sound the same as a singer-songwriter yeah. vibes. Man, that, that is a good song. I like that. We probably right. got time for about two more. We can do that, Conway Twitty. I'm gonna do Conway Twitty. All right. Yeah, because this Conway Twitty was my my mom hated country music. Okay. She did not like it. She thought it was too sad, and it was all about you know, trucks and beer and crying and your dog leaving and she just would not listen to it. And mama, and trains mm-hmm. and trucks and prison. Prison. Yep. And getting drunk. That's right. <laughs> and it's funny because she was exactly that country song. <laughs> the embodiment of country. So, but Conway Twitty, she loved. That was like, that was like her favorite country singer. She's like, that's his voice. She said, I, I just, I love it. She says she she just swooned over Conway. And a lot of a lot of women did at that time, you know. So, But yeah, this is, uh, that's my job. Can't believe you heard this one. I woke up crying late at night. When I was very young I had dreamed my father Had passed away and gone My world revolved around him I couldn't lie there anymore So I made my way Down the mirrored hall And tapped upon his door and I said daddy I'm so afraid how will I go on with you gone that way don't want to cry anymore so may I stay with you he said that's my job that's what I do 
Best father son song of all time. I can see why that gets you every time. Oh, every time. Beautiful it song. Me. It gets me because that that's like some story. Like songs are are stories. They're usually just moments in time. But the every song, if a song can put you in there, and and when you write a song, it's different for everybody because you're you know you'll hear it one way and it'd be written another way. But that song puts me in it. Not every time, nonstop, nonstop. Great song. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh, this next band, um, they're called Not Quite Devils. Uh, they kind of, they did a quick run-up and became popular back in 2012. And unfortunately, they don't play together anymore. The members um, drifted apart and uh, started their own other bands, but... I really liked their sound when they played together, and I had the honor of working with the lead guitarist, uh, Gerald Ledford. Um, he's a he's in, uh, great guitarist inspired by the likes of Stevie Ray Vaughan and a lot of the old blues guitar players, and he actually took the time to travel to their hometowns and talk to people they knew or that knew them, and uh, he got to play with some of the old blues players and in the Delta, Mississippi Delta. How do you know them? Um, I, I went to see a couple of their shows, but uh, I know them through their lead guitarist. I worked with him in a, at a construction company. That's cool. I'm trying to find a band because it's... They don't have anything out anymore. Just go to, yeah, do it a Reverb Nation. Oh, he says on Reverb? Yeah. Okay. So they got about four of their songs still left on Reverb Nation. Um I think State of Mind is the one. Brought to you by Reverb Nation. Reverb. <laughs> Reverb. Have you ever you ever really looked at Reverb Nation? That's been a while. The yeah, I mean it's one of those platforms that are free, so anybody gets onto it. But it's it's not bad. I mean yeah. it's. I I have it for the band, and I do it for the songwriting stuff. So, so which song they got? Four songs. Let's do You Gotta Leave. You gotta Leave. But not quite devils. Are they still, they don't play anymore, do they? No, they all just separated into their own bands. Yeah. Which one? You Gotta Leave, right? So you said you, you gotta, yeah, yeah, You Gotta Leave. Play.
It just ended. I was like, oh, it just ended. Yeah. <laughs> another song right yeah. there. For another show. Yeah. <laughs> now that was Ger- that we was talking about. That was Gerald, and I know Gerald, and I didn't. I knew he could play guitar, but I didn't. I didn't put two and two together. That it was his band. Yeah. Not quite Devils. He doesn't. Does he still play out? Uh, well, he, he actually plays. So that he's he's kind of inspired by the blues. And that's more of a rock band, so he actually kind of drifted back to his blues roots, and so now he plays bluegrass and a lot of the slower okay. blues stuff with a local band in, in Griffin, Georgia. So. As as a guitarist like that, I can't imagine him wanting to him trying to go that slow playing like blues and then some. That's, they, they cut his teeth on the blues, and uh, man, that's that, that's like when Patrick we try to get Patrick to slow down, but he wants to be a rock band. He's oh, yeah. going all over the place. I'm like Patrick. This is Double George Strait. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't need that on George Strait. <laughs> so that that's kind of the show. I mean, this yep. is what we do. We'll come here like weekly or monthly. We'll figure it out. Uh, play music, talk, tell stories. We'll come up with some good names and and, and stuff like that, and uh, it'd be fun. Yeah. Listen to we'll be uh, we'll be more prepared next time. Yes, <laughs> I think it's fun that we're not because the story this is it's, off the cuff, right? This, see, that's the stories when I do the podcast. Is it? It's always the stories just by talking that leads to other things. So yeah. even when we're listening to music and talking, I don't know if I can hear it. I'll listen. I'll listen back and tell. But some of the funnier stories came while we were listening to the mm-hmm. music. Oh yeah, like you said, Gerald, and I, I still can't believe that was Gerald, and I, I've told him come play with us. And I've, we've, I've made this joke to you before, is we need to do a Yes Ma'am mockumentary. Oh, we've, that'd be great. Guys, you don't understand how many people we've had in this band. We've had two drummers. Yeah. Three drummers. Three drummers. Yeah, yeah. we had uh, uh, Anthony, Anthony, who played and was really was good. Mike? Was he the one? Uh, that Matt. Did? Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. He played with us at um, the church place. I can't remember the name of it now. In Woodstock. It closed down. Yeah. Uh, and Something now we, live? Connect Live. Connect Live, yeah. yeah. And then Patrick's with us now, and he's uh, the last one. He stayed with us for, has been a year or two already? He's been with us that long? Yeah. It's and, pre-COVID, so. Okay. Yeah. And then we've had guitarists. We've had, <laughs> we've had um, Paul. Yeah. Was he the first one? Paul. He was the first lead. He played a show with us, and I think we did like a practice with Brian. us. Brian. Brian, yeah, Brian. He Brian did, was amazing. He's a slide yeah. player. And he wants to come jam with us some. Good. I told him, so come on. Now we got two guitar, extra guitars. I don't know what we do with slide, but... When we're done, we'll have a 12-piece band. Right. <laughs> Seven of them will be guitars. <laughs> and then James, which is, he's still with us, and he's really, really good. Yep. We thought we were going to lose him to Texas. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Right. And then the new guy, Mike, uh... Guy I met from I did a, his father's podcast episode and he wanted to jam. We had a guy come play keyboards. I don't even remember his or name. Rob? Keys. Rob? Rob? Yeah, Rob. Yeah. Um, what happened to him? He's, he works with you guys or he's a vendor, right? Yeah, yeah. We just hadn't really had any gigs to play with. Well, he, he's got to practice because we don't do it. And that's the thing with us. We're not a complete cover band, so it's not like it's going to be like, oh, let's do Tennessee whiskey. And it sounds like Tennessee. No. <laughs> it's gonna sound like the yes man way oh he had that good looking bassist too what was his name oh Jordan yeah <laughs> Jordan um, I don't know the one we had uh, yesterday had like black hair and a weird lip I don't know thing. who that was <laughs> <laughs> and then Adam was singer and then like I said I do it now and I'll probably bring in another one cause I, I can sing some but it's gonna it changes the whole dynamic if I'm singing we go to rock we go more southern rock skinner. the growl oh yeah I, I'm not a sweet singer at all. 
I, I scared the hell out of you if I was like, hey, baby. Let's see, I did my voice. Welcome to the Georgia Songbird Podcast. That was amazing. Is it hot in here? It's just me. Ah. <laughs> All right, well, this is fun. I said we'll, we'll get this ironed out. That's why we're working on it. And uh, we'll have it down for an hour. It'll be fun. Yeah. Right. Thanks, George. You're welcome. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, I'm so good. I might hit space bar like I always do, which ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs>